0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com.
1: That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: Hey, All seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair Media Network. Even with a COVID controversy and his worst defense ever, Saban still kills Georgia. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. a Mac Brown apologist. 0-10 versus FSU. Damn, dude. And with me, as always, is AJ, Memphis wins, Norvell wins, AJ wins, Marchese.
1: <laughs> You're goddamn right, Rob.
0: Congrats. Thank you. Today, we'll break down our 2021 NFL Draft Superlatives from this past Saturday in college football. Let's hit
1: it. Seven. 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 One. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby Driving up to Cleveland maybe Looking for a Lawrence or Suelle Don't draft specialists on the first day Don't draft specialists on the second day Maybe draft a punter in the sixth We'll see Let's go seven rounds let's go seven rounds together
0: let's go seven
1: rounds forever that's a song
0: the wait is finally over a triple header of fun is upon us this week football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff and the MLB playoffs are in full swing and maybe you're betting on the NHL's offseason I don't really know what the third thing might be you might not be at a game this year but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. Or, if you're in Florida, you're probably at a game. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take full advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. I wonder if you can bet on false positives there. Uh, Okay, First off the top before we jump into it, um, AJ loves talking Senior Bowl, especially with offensive linemen from small schools. Uh, Northern Iowa's tackle Spencer Brown has been invited to the Senior Bowl. He was a hot commodity when Northern Iowa canceled their season, uh, but opted to uh, just spend the year preparing for the draft. He's six eight, like real real athletic. Six eight, like three three twenty ish. I wasn't super high on him
1: in the summer, but there are some major fans for him. Yeah, very much so. I've seen some big-time grades for him. Uh, Yeah, neither of us were super impressed. Maybe we're probably both wrong, but we got to go back and do the work. But we're not both wrong about the other Spencer around, who will also be at the Senior Bowl rough. uh, Can we bet on that? Because he will be. He's he's Benny LeMay 2.0 but better baby. Well,
0: Benny couldn't get in though. But he he was Gym, there in Jim Nagy. He was there. In Jim speed. Nagy's never tweeted more about a player than Benny LeMay. <laughs> he,
1: it's it's Benny LeMay and uh and uh Marquise Blair. That's it. Those are the top two guys.
0: His his two favorite players in football history. It's, it's weird. Um. Okay, jumping in week seven college football. Uh, it the it on paper it looked like it was gonna suck. And then it it sucked, but maybe not quite as bad as we expected, just because um, North Carolina was upset. Yep. Um, we also we also got Notre Dame being horrible, and, but that somehow sucks. winning. Yeah. UCF <sighs> yeah, and Memphis, don't
1: disappoint, Rob. I think that's the rule. No,
0: it's true. And South Carolina upsets Auburn because Gus Malzahn's always on the hot seat. <laughs> it's true. And uh, oh, and, and my boy Stoops took down mighty Tennessee.
1: Yeah, the Tennessee looks bad.
0: Yeah, they did. Anyways, thanks for uh, listening. Okay, ba- that was the show. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could have been a TikTok. Best freshman you saw this week.
1: <laughs> Should we make a show TikTok?
0: Yeah, let's really expand our media presence and join TikTok. Like, mm. like instead of putting out, like, smart YouTube videos, or maybe we break down film things of, of that nature, we go, just go to TikTok, and we just do really um, specific bits about like draft twitter bits like that benny lemay thing would have been perfect for tiktok yeah
1: i'm sure uh hey my best freshman speaking of auburn i'm sure he's on tiktok uh tank bigsby who would have a big tiktok following because that's a great name and i'm sure he could dance uh, <laughs> he's like the driving force for the tigers man he's the only one fucking that's competent he looks like a he's gonna be a stud in the future over 100 yards again only 16 carries too had a touchdown uh He's the only one that looks good. Bonix sucks. I hate watching Bonix so much. Uh, but, but Tank Bigsby's my fit. I'm going to make a bunch of sweeping statements today. Tank Bigsby is my favorite Thank you. Auburn offensive player since uh, Ronnie Brown.
0: Oh, you, you're you a Ronnie guy, not a Cadillac guy?
1: I, honestly, as I was saying that, I wasn't sure which one I was going to pick.
0: <laughs> Fair. Um, hey, Bonix sucks. Bench him. Um, I'm gonna jump to the pit game where I think Jordan Addison's just been one of the quietly one of the best freshmen in general this season. Mm-hmm. Um, he he had 147 against Miami, and that Miami defense is pretty damn good. Um, and that was without uh, future pick first it. round pick Kenny Pickett. Um, and, and, and through six games, he's got over 400 yards. He he's like he's he's rail thin, but like. <laughs> he he just consistently wins downfield, and he's always open. I like Jordan Addison. I like kind of his jib.
1: I feel like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of wide receiver talk today.
0: There always is. I know. Uh,
1: not not too many freshmen for me this week. The second one, because no. I, I got I to always give him his due, baby. It wasn't a spectacular game, but Ryan McCall went into Louisiana and upset the Raging Cajuns, as AJ predicted, baby, last week uh not, like he just gets it done like he, he's he's a freshman but he's not throwing it he's not turning the ball over at all he's doing enough on the ground had a rushing touchdown and like 202 passing two touchdowns not throwing like just not turning the ball over and winning games and he's running that awesome coastal carolina offense um i think it's like Boston college and coastal carolina have like shot up my love rankings the most this year
0: coastal carolina i i think it's the uniforms plus they run a really fun offense yeah. McCall's really fun in that offense. Jamie Chadwell, the way he's turned around that program is really impressive. Um, and a, c-
1: a couple of defensive line, you know, uh, Jackson and oh, Clark I, I, are fun. I love Clark. Yeah, I like him. He, he, he was pretty solid this week, too. He
0: and got- and um, now they're going to likely be ranked in the top 25. By the time you're he- hearing this, listener, they'll be ranked in the top 25, uh, I assume. And if they're not, and, uh, we riot. Well, we we're... This past weekend, or even week, just because we had games all through the weekdays, once again reminded me the G five is way more fun than the Power Five.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed those weekday games more than I enjoyed the Saturday slate well, games. To be honest, I
0: mean th- Thursday night, and we'll get to that, was yeah. the, the best game of the week, yeah. like no doubt, easily. And um, <laughs> uh, I I I will jump back to the Power Five because I I'm just. I'm a nothing. I'm, I don't have any guts like AJ. Um, I'm going with Jermaine Burton, the Georgia receiver, and obviously Georgia fell short, but um, he's been really interesting the last, last couple of weeks. They've got him more involved in that offense with Pickens and Kyrus Jackson being the one and two, and then he, he's a true freshman. Had five touches, six two yards, and a touchdown. Um, he 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 looks like he he's got a future in the NFL. Is Especially as one of those guys who can, who can play inside or outside and be that jet-sweep-motion guy, he is, I think he's pretty electric.
1: George Pickens hasn't stepped up much this year, eh?
0: But he sprayed Jared Guarantano with the water bottle, so I'm all in on George Pickens.
1: <laughs> that feels like people are so uh, so far apart on that. Like Either they love it or they hate it.
0: I think the people who hate it are, are, like, who are legit... Like, obviously it was stupid, but people who are legitimately upset are fun at parties. Yeah, agreed.
1: That's it for my freshman. How about you?
0: Okay, okay, okay. I've got my my number one. Okay, okay. plays at Arkansas. He's a corner. He's six oh. three, and he's white.
1: And the white guy. I forgot it, about him. Yeah.
0: Hudson Clark had three interceptions against Old Miss.
1: <laughs> Macaron- When's the last
0: time we saw a, a relevant white corner?
1: I honestly cannot think. I don't think I can name one.
0: Jason Seahorn's the only white cor- If anyone oh, ever yeah. asks me if there's ever a white corner, Jason Seahorn's the only one I can name. Who Like, who, who's played relatively recently.
1: Who, who mattered at all, yeah. Um, <laughs> Matt Corral was so, so, so bad. But, yeah, good for you, white corners.
0: Hey, Arkansas's got it. Sam Pittman, best uh, new SEC head coach. I don't, don't um, cook it, man. Jumping to best sophomore, I got I. Generally, I think we just both have more sophomores. Yeah, yeah, I, I,
1: I got way more here. Uh, first, I think I got to give the crown to the king of Hawaii and now Orlando, Dylan Gabriel, who threw for over six hundred yards, 600, five touchdowns, added another one on the ground. Uh, he's a lefty, but it don't matter. He's slinging it. He he he's got an arm. It's gonna be fun to. Uh, uh, where do you think he he sits in the early, like the preseason QB rankings next year? Because uh, uh, like, is he going to be in the top top three? Like, I don't know. How high do you think people are going to have him next summer? Uh, I'll say
0: top five without actually having sat down and watched no, the tape. I, I, I know, yeah. Because you are going to have Sam Howell, Jaden Daniels, um, Spencer Rattler, Dylan S- Gabriel, Slovis, yeah, Caden Slovis, plus. Maybe um, if if a, a junior on the rise who's a senior next year. Um, that we also, Gabriel's yeah, Gabriel's listed six foot one eighty six, and there just feels like there's no way he's only one hundred eighty six pounds because he's kind of thick.
1: He is, yeah, I know he's not that thin.
0: So that's uh, that that kind of blows my mind. I think, um, I think
1: he'll probably, he's probably like around two hundred pounds. Yeah,
0: he he. I mean, he he. Literally, he looks like Tua the way he plays, left-handed, um, yeah. kind of a funky funky release or I should say motion. Uh, but makes every throw really good anticipatory thrower. Uh, has some wild deep ball placement throws where he shows off that arm talent. If like do- I, I think he he's legitimately gonna be in the that early first round. Talk, like early in this in, process for to yeah. talk at least
1: yeah no I, I think so too and uh i mean the, the the hypo offense is is on fire and like it's a lot of i don't know i don't know if the throws are easy or if he just makes them look easy because like the, the he's also got great receivers yeah no that, that helps for sure but like yeah it just feels like it's like like maybe they're wide open but it's you know it's 15 yards to the sideline and he's making he's putting the ball there you know but it's just no like, for it's sure just the offense is on fire yeah
0: um, and even though they lost, I'm I'm wondering if Josh Hupel, uh, one, like next after next season jumps to a power five. I mean, assuming next year they have a big glow up in, in a, what could be Dylan Gabriel's last season mm, in Orlando. Yeah. I think um, it'd it take
1: a pretty big job to, to wrangle him out of there, though. write
0: eh? right. He's got such a nice setup, and you see what's happening to Scott Frost in Nebraska, and it's just like and, and UCF's a one of the big, or isn't it the biggest school in the country? Yeah, it is. By over, over like a student students. yeah. Yeah, and they they clearly put like put a ton of money into the program, so it's it's like the closest to being a power five without actually being a power five. Really,
1: pretty much. Yeah. It's like
0: the it's like them SMU. I don't even know who else um, SMU. Who's like just kind of
1: recently been back, you know.
0: Plus, plus, I think in two years conference um, conference contracts are up, and they they could make that jump to like if you're if you're the ACC and wanted out a team, like that's the team you're probably mm. gunning for.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, okay, speaking of conferences, Notre Dame's in one. So they they looked awful against Louisville um, as a whole, but Kyron Williams once again the best. Like he he is he runs so damn hard. He he ran for 127. And he was like the the only consistent force on that offense. Um, and he's he's he carries his. He's I think that he's listed at five nine one ninety five, and he's but he's very like like rocked up for yeah. being only one ninety five like. A year from now, I could see him easily being one of the top five backs in the class. Huh. He's just – the combination of explosiveness, his his, um, his open field vision, he always sees cut back lanes. Yeah. And then the um, the contact balance.
1: Speaking of, how, how nasty was that stiff arm on the run that he bounced outside to seal the game there? He, he, just
0: he runs mad as hell. That was my favorite run of the All day. Right. That was a nasty-ass run.
1: You ready for another sweeping but, statement? Yeah. Kyron Williams is my favorite – uh, Notre Dame offensive player since Golden Tate.
0: Golden Tate was so fun at Notre Dame. I know.
1: I kind of, I like. I love him, but I kind of hate him because he was like so good. But yeah, I hate Notre Dame. My, so and I like Kyron Williams. So like not just as my a
0: favorite. My favorite Notre Dame player is Jimmy Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going
1: uh, well, to say player, but I'd love Drew Tranquil too much to say player. So.
0: Yeah, Drew Tranquil is the best. Um, I'll give you one more Notre Dame one. And it's more of an obvious one. Kyle Hamilton, he's just so good. Mm-hmm. He had this pass breakup early in the game, and I, I think maybe three players, three safeties in the country could have made the play he made. Um, it, it, he just... He read uh, Mikhail Cunningham to perfection. Came down on Tutu Atwell on a crosser, and just his—he's got really long arms, I think, for a safety, mm-hmm. and his ability, like, just to play the ball. I don't know. I just blown away. It was—it was one play that really stood out. But he's always just so good. And he, he's a great tackler too. Just he looks like one, he's going to be one of the safest guys in next year's draft.
1: And more on Notre Dame when you have Ian Book shooting up the board, right? Uh, yeah he's
0: trevon boykin i told you <laughs>
1: okay um fuck uh i got a lot of running backs for for sophomore so I'll, let's let's do the tamu tandem again because they, they're, they're pretty awesome yeah they um, combined
0: for thir- 35 touches for 205 yards and three scores
1: there you go and the names again if you don't remember them is isaiah spiller the big bruising back and Aeneas smith a little uh Satellite style back, who, who's awesome. Another like twenty catches, but had a sorry twenty yards receiving, but had a receiving touchdown this week. Um, Spiller went down for for uh, did he even miss a play? He got hurt, but I don't, I don't know if he missed a play. A couple of plays. Before. No,
0: I, I, yeah, like nothing substantial.
1: No, uh, but yeah, he he that they look like such a fun duo. Like and obviously both sophomores uh, going forward, that's gonna be. I don't know. Uh, I haven't liked Texas A&M too much either recently, and they look like they're gonna be fun did for them.
0: Yes, I the the their young group of playmakers, both on offense and defense, has, has made me like them a lot more than I usually do.
1: Yeah, same here. I mean, and even Kellen Mond is more fun this year. I find, I guess he's just better. I don't know.
0: Do you want to hear a weird Isaiah Spiller comp that came to my head yesterday? Y- yes, C.J. Demarco Spiller. Murray. DeMarco. Demarco Murray. Okay, all right. Both 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 high cut backs, like six six one ish. Yep. Um. Both carry weight well. Both really physical one cut style. Mm-hmm. Um, love the contact balance. I'm uh, hey, uh, hey. I mean, people probably think that's like a negative comp. No, I right, was a three time Pro Bowl and led led the league in rushing.
1: Yeah, Demarco Murray. That's not a negative. Murray was a good back, and I mean, really good at Oklahoma. Uh, got hurt right? Yeah, didn't
0: he? At Oklahoma? Yeah, didn't he? I can't remember. now. It was like fifteen years ago. I don't know. I can't oh. remember.
1: Okay, so just make let me just believe me. I guess I don't even I don't even know. Right. The he's track. the
0: running backs coach now. I can tell you that for free. <laughs> uh, another running back, Florida State's LaDamian Webb. Yeah. He's a, a a junior college transfer, and he looked like Devonta Freeman out there. S-s-
1: yeah, it's what five eight. I think he's listed at one ninety yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, one hundred ninety yards on twelve carries, but like bouncing the big runs and yeah, like it, it, he felt uh, he felt shifty as hell in the open field just. In the blocks, angry, yeah. I like he was fun, the guy I didn't really know the name of before this Saturday, and yeah, he looked good. No, me neither. You know, I I threw Jordan Travis here too because I thought he was just fun as hell.
0: Well, he's so much better than James Blackman for, especially for what um, the the, like Norvell wants to do, yeah. yeah, Like, like, obviously, Brady White wasn't the most mobile guy, but he could move around. He was also just a really good decision maker for that offense versus like James Mm -hmm. Blackman's just. All he's really got is a really big arm.
1: Yeah. It, it just it wasn't and, a good fit. I'm surprised like Travis no. didn't win the job, to be honest. I guess... I don't know. I guess they wanted to go with Black with Because, you know, he's been starting. And uh, he's got the, the talent. I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, any more?
0: I, I got two receivers quickly. Canadian John Mechie, yeah. just because he had the 40-yard touchdown. That speed's scary. And he's their next Henry Ruggs. Uh, and then from from the Georgia State Arkansas State game Sam Pinkney I know he's a redshirt sophomore but 146 yards with three scores he looked interesting
1: okay i, I put him for small school guy i got a, i got more of those so it doesn't matter uh yeah six four two ten, six 6 catches, 146 yards three touchdowns it was kind of like the force on the offense there like uh the, the fourth down and whatever it was uh to, to 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 um to keep the 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 game alive for Georgia State um they just throw a deep shot to Pinkney, like, and he's just like he's like dead tired because he's been running goes all day, and you know the the score was what fifty to forty eight or whatever the hell, and he's just dead tired. He yeah, he was awesome. Um, last last sophomore I mentioned I'll mention again is Kevin Harris. It wasn't like a monster game, but I mean they beat Auburn, and he he's the he's the dude that makes that uh, South Carolina offense go. Oh, Shy Smith has something to say to you, All but right. okay. Well, I mean, we know running backs matter, Rob, and they're the most important thing on the offense. But, yeah, more, more Shy Smith later.
0: Colin Hill makes that offense run, in my opinion. Tree tweet. Uh, okay, weekday warrior. Yeah, I mean, this is just going to be small school wide receivers, I think, right? Yeah,
1: I, I wanted to keep weekday warrior to one guy, and then I mentioned the rest okay. of them later. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm in. So, I think the true weekday warrior is true friend of the show – Jonathan Adams, who had 15 catches for 170 70 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, He's just a damn stud, man. Every time they needed to convert anything, they they went to him. Uh, the fourth quarter touchdown on the go was awesome, where he just back shoulder, like kind of had to body adjust, um, like just the adjustment and the body control there looked awesome. He was great all day. Uh, the target amount was insane. I think he had over over 20 targets or something. Like <laughs> he just like in in the super fun game that a lot of guys looked good, especially a receiver. Um, I thought he deserved it because he just felt the most warrior-like, Rob.
0: Yeah, no, he, he I, I think, was the best, for sure, among the wide receivers. Um, yeah, you mentioned the stat line was insane. They just kept going to him in contested mm-hmm. catches, and he just kept bringing them down. He, I and think, it... is going to be one of the biggest risers. We liked him over the summer. We liked him so much we had him on the show. And uh, he w- he was, like, their third option last yeah. year, and this year he's stepped up. and he's he, He's been much, like... Not to uh, be rude to your boy Kirk Merritt or Omar Bayless, but his potential is so much higher than those guys because he's his size and his body control.
1: Well, he's he's just been he's way better than them, yeah.
0: Yes, and he's just been one of the most consistent wide receivers in college football this year. And obviously, you can be like, Oh, they're playing Georgia State. Well, against Kansas State, who's going to (laughs) be like top 10 now, dominated. He he had he had, yeah, he had three scores in that upset win. That win looks even more impressive now. Um, in
1: Good idea.
0: In against Memphis, like I know they were a little inconsistent, but he was still their best playmaker. And through through five games, he has seven touchdowns. He's been unbelievable.
1: And like last year, like the the Georgia Southern game, throw it on. He dominated Kendall Vilder, and he was what, yeah like, uh, fourth fifth round pick, and he's playing already. So yeah, it's it's not like he's just killing small time comp, uh, against- competition.
0: Against Georgia last year, he put up eighty five. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like uh, I think he's legitimately putting himself into um, t- uh, top top ten or t- top ten top one hundred conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's a wildly stacked wide receiver class, but if he ends up at the Senior Bowl too, which he will, assume that happens, uh, um, yeah, we'll I, I think he's like. With what he can do in these contested catches. And it's not like he's Seth Williams and where he's struggling to separate. No offense, Seth Williams. But, like, he, he can win deep, too, with separation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I had a fifth on him in the summer. But, yeah, he's, he's even elevated himself even more.
0: Um. Yeah, and l- l- I like that we're sticking with just one there, and we'll, t- we'll talk about the other yeah. guys at small school. Okay, best prospect you saw?
1: Another one where I'm just going one, and it's the easy one, Trevor Lawrence. It was another just – Wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, hold you on. you see Justin Fields? Justin Fields are in a 4-3 this week. Oh, fuck. Sean Clifford's still faster. I know we've made that joke personally 15 times, but not on the show. Um, <laughs> but hold on. Why were these tweets coming out like, like p- acting like people don't have Trevor Lawrence QB1? I don't, I saw a lot of those tweets. Wait,
0: like, that's happening?
1: No, like, just tweets <laughs> From saying. From who? I don't know. People are like, oh. Uh, oh, wait,
0: like, tw- tw- tweets saying, like, implying someone else has them yes, on QB1? Yes, exactly. That's so draft Twitter. That's, like, the uh, most draft Twitter I, thing ever. I
1: know. And I'm like, wait, what? Who doesn't have Trevor Lawrence QB1? And, like, some of them were like, let's not overthink it, which I'm like, I get, but I don't think anyone's <laughs> overthinking this. Um No. <laughs> Anyways, dude was insane. Uh, like we had like what 360 yards at the half, and they're up 52 to seven. Uh, the, the pick, the pick was bad, but I mean, aside from that, it, everything was perfect. It just, it's just, just remarkable how easy everything looks. And I, 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 like I know his guy was wide open, but like the the one before half, actually the second one before half. Th- when I when I typed my notes,
0: Amari yeah, um, Rogers in the in the corner of the end zone. No, that no,
1: i It was, but I'll get there in a second. The one before that, I forget who was two but he was full sprint left turns his shoulder oh yeah 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 he just rips it for the touchdown which like he was wide open but like i like that was that was getting into a, the tightest of windows Just perfectly placed and just the athleticism there was was impressive but yeah well, uh, he he he's
0: amazing like obviously just because Justin Fields and Trey Lance are are great runners i think people kind of sleep slightly on be but let's not overthink this guys Trevor Lawrence QB1 but um I think people sleep on his athleticism yeah. to some extent because he uses that athleticism so well in situations like you just mentioned. He is so good at at throwing, uh, um, at, at like rolling against his throwing mm-hmm. shoulder, if that makes sense, and um, still getting everything turned around yeah. and, and mechanically to make every throw. Like he is, he's one of the most efficient mechanical passers I, I think I've ever seen.
1: Uh, is he going to be the, like, you know, Andrew Luck's been the, the quarterback prototype bar for, for draft, you know, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Lawrence is the new one, right? Yeah. Going forward. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think so. And like, he'll be um, everyone's top.
0: He's going to win the Heisman. I mean, I have a hard time believing like anybody else, like just Justin Fields would be the obvious second choice, but. I think like, there's gonna be bias against the Big Ten just because it started later, <laughs> right? Yeah. No. Who's like, who against us, AJ? Um, it's, it's plus my,
1: in. yeah.
0: Through through five games, he he's he's already got 1500 yards passing and 15 touchdowns, and then four on the ground. Like he's 19 touchdowns in five games, and he's not finishing these games because they're winning 73-7.
1: Yeah. No, I I think so. Like I think he's he's kind of easily the Heisman winner right now, but I, I will say like. See, I think he's kind of like he's he's not like he's lucky because he's getting it done, but because no one else is really having a spectacular year, like, like yeah, like he is. I feel like if there was someone else, I think Clemson rolling over teams could have hurt him. You know what I mean? Because like if he's not having these big highlight Heisman moments and some other guy is, and even though they're squeaking out wins and you know it's a it's a it's a pluckier team, I think that could have hurt him. But like in a year like this where he's just uh, he's he's a front runner from the start and he's just outrunning everyone still. Uh, he looks like the lock, but yeah, that, that, also and, that the Rogers touchdown was awesome. I just want to say that again.
0: The other thing is, like, he lost his first round wide receiver before the season. Justin yep. Ross, and he's playing outside of Amari Rogers. It's a lot of young guys, yeah. and, and they're still just rolling teams. I feel so bad for Syracuse this upcoming week. Um, More on that later. <laughs> and, like, it, if you look at the rest of their schedule, like Miami was the best team I think yeah. they were going to play probably, and they, they rolled through them. I know Notre Dame's ranked four, and they have to go to Notre Dame. That's going to be awesome, and that's in uh, that's November 7th. Um, and then Jeez. after that, it's, like, Florida, Florida State. Pitt's got a good defense, so that'll be a little interesting, but, I mean, they're still going to roll Vautech, then va then to the acc championship.
1: Yeah, uh, which will hopefully it's not Notre Dame again. But yeah, if Notre Dame. Hopefully Notre it's Dame's, North Carolina. Yeah, that'd be much more fun. Uh, Notre Dame's the test, though. I mean, it, sorry, it's not a test for for Lawrence. I don't think he's going to go. But it's the
0: their only. It's yeah. their only test in quotation. Yeah, and I mean to um, the media.
1: And to the media is going to obviously hype it up huge.
0: I also, I know you said just one, but I also put Jalen Waddle here. It's just because yeah. it's every week now. Like, yeah. six for 161 a touchdown. He's just the best receiver playing in college football right now. Yep. Um. And, and I do believe, like, you brought it up last week. I think there might, I like, be a legitimate conversation. Do you take Jalen Waddle or do you take Jamar Chase?
1: Yep, yep. Uh, the more and more we see of Waddle, I think it might be he's going first.
0: Um, he's averaging 22 yards a catch right now. (laughs) Like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And he hasn't had a game of under 120 yards.
1: He's just, like, I don't know, man. He's too fast. He's too fast. And like we kept saying, it's all coming together now. He's running good routes. He's making big-time catches.
0: That was the best defense they're going to play. Because that was, I, going into the game, I thought that was the best defense in the country in Georgia. And it didn't matter. And... I mean, Sark's doing a really good job, but like the the, the on the Switch release where he just killed yeah. Tyson Campbell. Yeah. Like, Tyson Campbell's one of the five best corners in the country.
1: Bad matchup for Campbell, so. but I mean, who isn't a Waddle bad matchup for?
0: Exactly. I mean, maybe his teammate Patrick Surtain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just show us practice, uh, film.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay, who's who's shooting up the board for you?
1: I'll I'll stick with uh, a mentioned SEC corner. Uh, J.C. Horn, I think, is the top guy this week. Uh, yeah, Israel Mukuamu was out too, so that was it was all him. Um, and obviously they won. Was it four pass deflections, two picks? Uh, did have a hold and a DPI? But uh, okay, really well, well, the 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 I think it was the the
0: hold was a pretty ticky tacky.
1: Yeah, I, I you know what? I thought so at first, and then I watched. And I'm like, but like everything looks like a hold in slow motion. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah the, the the diving interception the first one was awesome, and then I thought like the PBU that led to uh, the other the it, other
0: interception yeah. that was my favorite play he made. Me too. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. He um well he he he's a guy who obviously is hyped because his dad's Joe Horn, and this draft is all about sons of former NFL players who play corner, and um he like he is physically scary like he mm-hmm. is great length looked awesome on Seth Williams who's the best firm one of the most physical yes. receivers in college football and JC Horn had a day against him
1: and then the other pick like, like Nick just missed Williams so bad
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's that's bo, being bo. Yeah. um yeah i, I think JC Horn was easily the the number 1 this week Um, I'm going to jump back because we love these weekday games. Zach Wilson, again, it was a slower start against Houston, but it wasn't like he was playing bad. Um, Their offensive line wasn't as good as they normally are. Uh, He still managed to throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns and really came on late. And especially when every week outside of Trevor Lawrence, all the draftable quarterbacks seem to not be very (laughs) exciting or interesting. And he just keeps dropping. Making jaw-dropping throws and like Andre Weir's got him QB two, and I'm in, I'm like I'm in on this Zach Wilson top five quarterback in this class. Like it's starting to really look
1: that way. Uh, I think so too, and I think like it's fun watching him throw. Like, he throws a pretty like I don't know. He's entertaining to watch, man. Like just the way he releases the ball. Uh, I, it does help that BYU's receivers are like seemingly catching everything. But like I don't know, they're they're just on the same page totally. And yeah. It was like it was like he started quick and then uh, it kind of slowed down and then it got hot. But yeah, the the flea flicker throw was fun or the sorry the whatever you could call it the reverse and pitch back. Yeah, uh, he just I don't know. It feels like he's just always just f- slinging it up there and it's coming down to receiver in a good way. Um, he he also made the I
0: think one of my favorite throws of the game. It, it was like a maybe a fifteen yard completion. Um, just the way, like he can he can do those Patrick Mahomes arm angle throws. And yeah. Just the he can come out with you mentioned like he makes so many fun throws and his ability to just kind of release the ball from any it, point.
1: Yeah, he, I'll spoil it. He, I put him for made me look stupid for my for my summer eval of him.
0: I mean, he is significantly better right now than he was last season. Last season, he was playing hurt. Like, he was better as a freshman than he was as a sophomore.
1: Yeah. And, like, like you saw the tools big time. I'm like, I was a little more sour. I'm like, okay. I I just thought he
0: was fun. I I just thought the headband reminded me of Jim McMahon, so I was just (laughs) giving him a big grade.
1: But, yeah, those, like, those cool, like, you just mentioned, arm angle throws where he's slinging it. Like, I didn't see any of that on tape. And, like, I know the the, – the the, the fullback screen the the Chiefs play wasn't like a great throw but I thought we threw it so slick it was just like so little like a little flip like, yeah. like you don't even see the he's ball very, coming out. he he plays very confident brand of football it does honestly when I watch I know like like obviously Andre wears talking Aaron Rodgers it almost feels like he's I don't know. It feels he feels very like he watches a quarterback and he's he plays like that. Quarterback. Like you know what I mean? You do see the the similarities. I'm not comparing him. I'm just saying. I, I read can... a
0: future. He works on this stuff. He works yeah. on these like weird things. And and I mean you hear that a lot with a lot of these up up and coming quarterbacks or like even yeah, the, Patrick Mahomes guys the like that. They, they work. Yeah. <laughs>
1: sure.
0: <laughs> they, they work on these these off script off platform throws because you need to be able to make those in today's NFL. Yeah.
1: The days of and, uh, the uh, the statuesque pocket passer are dead, and I'm very happy for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it started with Terry Bradshaw, and
1: it's <laughs> it's grown ever since. Yeah, that's where it started. Um, <laughs> it did. I swear to God. Uh, I'll stay in South Carolina. I put Shy Smith here. I don't. I know you got him somewhere. I, I don't know where he uh, where, is. Do you have him shooting up the board, or where do you have him?
0: I, I ended up putting him kind of out of nowhere prospect okay. because – All right. He like he he was he entered the year as their number one wide receiver but he's really really starting to make some yeah. make some hype and noise and looking like a, a, a draftable receiver and he's just he's he just seems like a, a motherfucker and i yeah. love that
1: like he's only 5'10 but he, he plays bigger and like you said he plays like a motherfucker and the two two like the, the one-handed ish I'm not gonna give him full credit for one-handed catch. The one-handed is <laughs> <was> ridiculous. <laughs> the other, one, hey, look, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a purist over here. The, but anyways, the other one over the middle was awesome too. Uh, eight catches, 76 yards, a touchdown. It's a good uh, Auburn secondary too. He 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 was great. And was it two weeks ago? They also had a great. I almost put him somewhere. I think it was two weeks ago. Um, yeah, was really good too, and a, a good good return man too. That that adds value.
0: Yeah, no, he he's. Um... He's a fun, fun, fun player, and a guy who who just seems like screams senior bowl invite. Mm,
1: um, do you have a lot more guys? I, I got some more. Too many.
0: I, I, I got Devonta Smith because yes. just because of who Alabama has around him. Like last year, obviously Judy and Ruggs were the big attention guys, even though he led the the team in like every receiving category. Now Jalen Waddles going off, and Devonta Smith just Mister Consistent. He's sure he's only one hundred and seventy five pounds. But his ball skills make him an unbelievable contested catch player. Yeah. And we saw that in the back of the end zone against Georgia. He, had, okay. he ended up with 11 for 167, two scores. His suddenness and his ability to stop on a dime as a route runner, I think he's he's steadily gotten better and better and better at route running Yeah, at, while at Alabama. They're, whoever the receiver coach is now is going to be an OC soon because that just seems to be what happens with Alabama wide receiver coaches. Um he I, he just reminds me so much of Stefan Diggs. He's one of my favorite players in the draft.
1: Yeah, that that, that back of the end zone again. He keeps doing these awesome back of the end zone gets his feet in uh, catches and Stokes contested it big time and Stokes is a big time corner. Obviously, didn't matter. You know what I loved about DeMarcus Smith who I, I also put him here. It's like I felt like not not that throw, but a lot of his targets were like not great throws, but he was catching everything and like it was him coming back to Mac Jones and like. The one where like uh, I know Gary Danielson uh, had had an accident in the booth over it, but like where, it, it just looked like it was gonna be a pick, and there was two Georgia defenders there, and Smith came back and he's like, "This is my fucking ball, and I'm catching it." And then even like the the flea flicker uh, was a bad throw, and he stopped, <laughs> and came back and or, and caught it on the top of the grass. Just those catches were amazing, and yeah, I, I, I what'd you? I think I think last week I said twenty to forty or twenty five to forty. Now I'm going to narrow it down to uh twenty to thirty to five. Okay, that's where he's going. Okay,
0: that, sounded, that just. I'm confused now. Lots of numbers you said. No there is. Uh, um, go ahead. Yeah. Sticking Bama, Alex Leatherwood. That yeah. was that's the game you watch when you go to watch his tape. That's the first one you're popping on. He so, was. I think that might have been the best game of his career.
1: Sorry. First of all, his name is Alex L. That's it. We know that from from our friends on Twitter. Um. Yeah. Like the. You'd even laugh at that. <laughs> the, the, the I one, didn't know. The one on the the the, the one where you just buried—I forget who it was—the Georgia linebacker on the on the pitch to Najee Harris at the end of the game. That was so much fun. We just got out, worked him, and dumped him on the sideline. That was awesome. Yeah, I, I think he definitely had a good game, a great game. And like, it wasn't like Ojulari. Ojulari was pretty damn good too. And I mean, well,
0: O'Julari-, Ojulari caused that early interception yep. to look count. And- yep. Exactly. But I think, no, I, I think the biggest difference is just what he was doing as, uh, as a run blocker. Yeah. he looks a lot more mean and physical this yes. year, and uh, he's obviously he's in in contention to be that second tackle off the board. And this game really is the the one that's gonna I think get blood flowing for GM.
1: Speaking of this game and offensive lineman, I put uh, both both Ben Cleveland and Trey Hill for Georgia who Cleveland was yeah. moving dudes in the run. He's 6'6" 335 at right guard. And Trey Hill, a big center, man, 6'4" 330. I think they both look pretty damn good. Cleveland's caught my eye a couple times already this year. Um uh, they they look like they both are going to be uh, moving off the boards quick.
0: Yes. No, uh it, it, it the, we haven't really talked much about the center class, but Trey Hill, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Interesting name. Uh, and again, we've talked a lot of um, sons of corners or whatever i said earlier hasane samuel jr i thought he was really good against north carolina mm-hmm. his click and close his reaction speed his ball instincts he looks awesome in yeah, that that i mean that their their defense really stepped up him him and uh old marvin looked great no that was my last one
1: okay i'll, I'll do I'll, i got a couple quick hitters uh, in pin Miami, okay. I'm, I keep falling for Bubba Bolden more and more. The more I watch him, he's so much he,
0: fun. He's a, he's one of the just the nastiest dudes in college football. Yeah,
1: I feel like 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 the NFL is just gonna fall. Like a team's gonna fall in love with him because he's, he's his just, nose yeah. is
0: always broken.
1: I know it's a great, it's amazing. Rocher had a great game. Paris Ford, yep. I, I think, keeps impressing me. Yeah. Um, then you know, okay. I gave Bo Corrales credit because he's my favorite player in, in college, and he he was the only one getting it done. Uh, let's see where else I can go. I'll save one of those for later. Actually, I'll save two. I'll save. You know what? I'll save all three of these oh, for later. My
0: God. Okay. Are you done?
1: No. I'll go one more. Uh, how about Grant Morgan with an insane stat line for Arkansas? Oh. I just had to mention him. 19 tackles. Yeah. He wouldn't. Wouldn't you say he'd make more sense for out of nowhere prospect AJ instead of having 15 uh, shooting up the board? No. I don't. I don't think he's he's uh, he's that good. But I put him there just for fun. Go your,
0: ahead. Your board's gonna be wacky. Uh, okay. <laughs> sliding down the board. I started with just a, a handful of quarterbacks.
1: <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Derek King, KJ Costello, Kellen Mond, Ian Book, and, I mean, the Matt Corral hype was building. He's a redshirt sophomore, so I felt okay putting him here.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot he's a redshirt sophomore. Okay, yeah, so the, I those are my guys. That's all I got. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, let's start with Derek King, who, like, I don't, like, four touchdowns, all right, that's not bad. But, like, I don't if know. If you like, watch the game,
0: it was not, like, it wasn't good
1: I, at all yeah no. it wasn't good it wasn't good the, the he, he had a f-
0: bunch of go ahead that for mentioned what
1: he uh forward interception was a bad throw and like yeah go, it was go tipped ahead. at the line it
0: was yeah he had a bunch of balls battered at the line yeah, including that, t- that paris paris forward pick um he just there's no chemistry with their downfield passing the rece- your receivers are not good brevin jordan was out which hurt um their their best Play came on those fake QB powers yes. where he just hits that seam route where, on both of those, Will Mallory and uh, Cameron Harris were just wide open. Yeah, so it's yeah. like it wasn't like a super difficult throw for him to make. Um, moving to KJ Costello, he got benched for the second straight week. Threw threw a horrible interception in the end zone. Lost a fumble that was returned. Uh, Sacked I don't a bunch think of he's. Times. Yeah, their offensive line was horrible. Buddy Johnson. Eat them alive on blitzes. Um, I don't know if he'll be starting going for it because Will Rogers
1: looked kind of good. The true freshman, I, I think he was better than Costello, right? Oh yeah, big time, way, yeah. way, way better. Did even have a hundred yards passing. It, it was just a just, like he just looked so like, and yeah, the 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 Miss State offensive line was brutal, but he just he looked flustered and more so than he should have been, you know.
0: Other side, Kellen Mond, coming off the probably the best game of his career. Just it was a very classic Kellen Mond. Like there's some good, there's some bad. Yeah. Not a lot getting you super excited. Like day three quarterback probably, but like I, I can't buy the top one hundred hype and with with him.
1: Who who's really saying that? Like it's just Todd
0: McShay Sh- or McShay, yeah. the, or or Uncle Mel. I can't remember. One of them has him as their QB four or something. Yeah, I
1: know. But they always uh, have like someone fucking wild as their QB four or five this time of year. Like Ian Book.
0: <laughs> Ian Book looked bad again. Yeah. Uh, but good on the ground. Travon Boykin comp is on. Um. <laughs> but yeah, he. I don't. Know. I don't think anybody actually thinks Ian Books anything though.
1: No.
0: Um. He'll probably be at like the NFL PA Bowl, which will be big for them. So congrats NFL PA Bowl. And Matt Corral threw six interceptions.
1: <laughs> I forgot he was a redshirt. Yeah, I'm glad that you actually have him somewhere. Oh.
0: <laughs> Three to a white corner.
1: It was brutal, man. Like he was just not seeing defenders. I don't know what the hell is going on. And like he's been so great to start the year, and it's just, it's just <laughs> he just couldn't see anyone and he's just ripping picks. It was it was entertaining, though.
0: Uh and you said you didn't have any non
1: quarterbacks? No, I just had the quarterbacks. Okay.
0: Rakeem Boyd, uh I thought was Potentially can be one of the well was one of the best senior running backs at the end of the year. He has been banged up and kind of inconsistent. Even though this Arkansas team's good, yeah, he's not getting much done on the ground. He had a brutal drop on uh, this screen pass that would have l- like locked in the win, and and he dropped it and they had to punt, but they won anyway because pig suey baby. Um, so he's been a, a very underwhelming for me. Yeah, uh, big cat Bryant. Big Cat Bryant, I don't know if it's just because his name is cool. It's 100
1: percent just his name is cool, and he was a big recruit. That's it. So locked him his name down. Is cool. Yeah.
0: He- yes, <laughs> he's this year's Nick Coe. Um, I thought like Jordan Davis wasn't overly impressive against Alabama. Mm-hmm. His lack of pass rush is going to be a big uh, knock on him. Like to me, he right now he looks like a guy you take on day two, and he, he ends up being a really great run defender. And shows some flashes potentially as a pass rusher, but he doesn't have that first round ceiling right now. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Um. And then I, I also put Dylan Moses because he isn't like if if we're talking top ten off ball linebacker, no. like, top ten pick as off ball linebacker, he has not been that.
1: I had Moses, and then I kind of didn't. Like it wasn't. It, it wasn't a bad I, game, but yeah, no, you're you're right. Like okay, that's why I was gonna have him. It's like he's sliding down from. I think he slid from, like, 10 to maybe in the 20s now. I think that's fair, right?
0: Yeah. Like, he's not... As, like, he's a really, really smart, instinctual football player. He's going to start and probably be a Pro Bowl Mike linebacker for years. But is he impactful enough to take in the top 10? Is he no. that type of dominant? No. And, and he over-pursued... Like, yes. Yeah. I, I think he's still trying to, like come back off that torn ACL like he is not 100% yet or something. Because there's a couple times he's been picked on, and this isn't just in this game. It's through the season, in coverage. Yeah, um, He's also over-pursued on a couple plays. Ben Cleveland ate him alive on one. <laughs> there's a couple things like that where it's just, are you going to take that guy in the top 10? Maybe not. Like, Would you take CJ Mosley in the top 10? Because that's who he reminds me of. Yeah. It's like, I don't think an off-ball linebacker like that has enough impact on the game to justify a top 10 pick. Agreed. Whereas with Micah Parsons, he can do so many things, and he's yeah. such a freak that it's more justifiable. So I guess that's why I put him.
1: No, no, no. I like I, I had him and then I didn't. So like I think I think I think it's a good choice. Um, maybe the over pursuing and stuff like that is just like the the Bama D's just been not good, and uh, he's used to it being amazing, and maybe that's him just trying to do too much. And like you said, especially coming off off the injury, like I I find a lot of guys coming off injury, they're just sometimes they're. Maybe they are, they lost a bit of a step and they're not fully healthy, so they try to do too much. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's all a part of it. But, yeah, in coverage, coverage has been the worst part.
0: For sure. Um, Okay, out of nowhere prospect.
1: Uh, I got two, but the first one I'll name because you already named (laughs) him. I know Will Mallory only had two catches, but they were both touchdowns. And I thought, like, just the athletic profile was really interesting. He's about 6'5, 245 junior. Uh, with Brevin Jordan out, I, I thought, I'm like, hey, maybe this is a guy to keep – I don't think he'll come out this year, but to keep your eye on for next year. I think the athleticism is there. And Miami, we know they turn out tight ends. So I, I put him. And uh, That's a good pick. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I chose Jaden Peavy, the Texas A&M interior defensive lineman. 6'6", 295. Yeah, his Mississippi State's offensive line was brutal. And a couple guys looked good. But I thought he kind of stuck out the most. Five tackles, a sack, a TFL, and then recovered two fumbles. Uh he looked kind of interesting moving pretty well for that size big guy moves around pretty well i thought he, he, he was flashing some pass rush ability again the offensive line was brutal but uh just a guy to keep the keep the eye on down the road
0: um i already mentioned shy smith for this uh grant morgan you talked on him his he was incredible i don't know if he's anything but that's he, what, yeah. is quite he's got one arm he had a pick six and a a a trillion tackles he's he's a lot of fun to watch like he might just be one of those great college linebackers i think that's Um, what he is
1: i just wanted to mention because the stat line was amazing and he was great yeah
0: and then james cook is he out of nowhere maybe maybe not just because he's a big prospect or big recruit his brother's dalvin cook but when he's been on the field like he's their most explosive running back and a lot of it is done as a pass catcher i think he's a really interesting guy there obviously he burned christian harris for that huge touchdown catch and his pass catching ability is really impressive and i don't know if he'll come out but uh, he's just yeah yeah, i wouldn't think so but he's just an interesting guy to keep an eye on as like a satellite back in the Mm -hmm. nfl yeah i agree who made you look stupid
1: i said zach wilson and uh, yeah oh right the, the the game was so like the numbers were so nice and round from 400 to even 4 touchdowns. Uh, yeah, I just didn't see like I, I think we both kind of like the arm and I like some of the traits, but uh, I didn't see like this type of player at all in the summer for for BYU. But like you said, he's 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 better this year, so. Um
0: yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I put Marvin Wilson just cuz I have been yeah, uh, hard on him the last yep. I don't know 2 or 3 weeks and this was his I think his best uh, game of the season. The pump block really energized that Florida State team. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just that. He's also like just strangely like first of all, defensive tackle blocking a punt's pretty rare. He's great um, at it. He's really good at blocking kicks. Uh and but uh, he he really helped slow that running attack for North Carolina that has just been killing people. Like that was Michael Carter's least impactful game of the year. Um he it's a bad interior defensive line class. I don't know if he'll be in the first round. He's gonna be like the type of guy you're like, this guy's gonna play for ten years. I don't know if he's gonna be a Pro Bowl player, but he's gonna be a really good player. He might never be a super impactful pass rusher, but he's a really good run defender and and a great locker room guy.
1: It felt like he was around Sam Howell the whole game, but like like never getting home. And I kinda like
0: (laughs) It was his best pass rushing game of the year for sure.
1: Yeah. It was just kinda like gas ghastly. I don't know if that's a word. Like just gassed it and trying to chase all around. It was fun to watch. He, he definitely went, it was a big bounce get that game for for Marvin Wilson.
0: Um, yes, big time. Best prospect versus prospect matchup. I put two wide receiver corner matchups: um, Diami Brown against Asante Samuel Jr. and then Seth Williams against J.C. Horn.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I got J.C. Horn versus Seth Williams. Uh, we already talked about. I, I we haven't talked about Seth Williams yet. Um, would you like Williams? Williams was good but not great and he still kind of like obviously horn won the matchup big time but bonex sucks i don't know it's like like williams was so awesome to start the year and then f- slow down a bit and i don't think this was a bad game
0: no jc horn would just when he was against him he and again next is so bad the ball there was a couple throws where if he put a better ball like seth williams might have come down with it yeah. but it wasn't a good ball so jc horn broke it up
1: yeah agreed. You know
0: um but uh i think he will be polarizing cuz there's a lot of people like is he the antonio gandy golden of this class where he makes these insane <laughs> contested catches and you're like fuck that guy looks like a dude but then he also struggles to separate he's not a great route runner he ends up being a fourth round pick
1: i think they did have one play that called got called back if my memory serves right where they hit him quick and he did some after the catch was a little which yeah, was a little interesting. Yeah, re- he's he's re- he's really physical, right? And he's like yeah. built like a power forward. He's like 6'3, 230. So um, I think I totally think Auburn should get the, him more involved in the screen game and stuff like that cuz well, hey, of they, all, they, they,
0: they they just I uh, I feel bad for him in anything short.
1: Yeah, for real. Uh I you know, I also put a Leeward Olujari, I can't say his name, cuz I Yeah, take a good that, pick. I thought that Aziz, was great. Uh, Aziz Ojulari. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I thought that was great. And, like, Ojulari kind of was winning early because, like you said, he, he forced that pick, the, the, whatever, the third snap of the game, whatever it was. Um, and then Leatherwood kind of just ate, especially on the run, uh, in the run game. But, yeah, Ojulari also had the, the two pass deflections too. I, I thought he had – like, I was ready for him to be a big shooter and then he kind of quieted down. But I, I think he was impressive regardless.
0: Yeah, no, he uh, he's only a redshirt sophomore. Mm-hmm. He's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, prospect who have played the box score. I just mentioned him, Anthony Schwartz. Like, if he had a better quarterback, I think you would see <laughs> way more downfield explosive plays. A lot of his touches come on short game, and uh, because Bonick sucks. Um, it feels like every week there's a overthrow or an underthrow from Nick's. where if he put it on the money, Schwartz takes it for like a 40-plus yard touchdown because he can create so much separation with his speed, and yep. you just don't get to see any of it, and so he ends up with a stat line of 6 for 59 against South Carolina.
1: <laughs> I got two. One's easy. Jalen Phillips, who I think you can put here like almost every week if he doesn't put the stats up. Like three tackles, half a sack, and the TFL, but it, he always just feels like he's just so close to getting home and... Even influencing the run plays, he's I, I, always so much more impactful than the stats dictate. And I got a weird one. Javon Hawkins, who I'm like falling in love with low key, had almost a hundred yards, but like, I don't know, felt like he was making something out of nothing every time he touched the ball. Yeah, 51 on the ground, you know, nothing was working for that Louisville offense, and I, I don't know, like there was no holes, and he was making a play, turning two yard runs into seven yard runs, and then that one catch, which was ridiculous great adjustment um had 46 uh receiving i i i keep liking hawkins more and more man i i don't know i think he's me my level. i don't know where he's going to go but he's going to be a favorite wherever he is you know like in that He's like, your
0: Devin Singletary.
1: He's my Devin Singletary exactly.
0: And all's right in the world when you find your favorite <laughs> 5 foot 9 running back. Yeah. <laughs> um I Patrick sertain Jr. here as well just cuz mm-hmm. we're only talking about former NFLers' sons who yes. play corner. Yeah. And no, he was just – he, he rarely is attacked because he's so good. Yeah. Um, and when he was, he broke a pass. It's just it, – it, when you watch a Bama game, it's always very quiet because they don't target him because his coverage is so slick. Yeah. He is he's just so comfortable and natural. He yes. can play any type of coverage. I think he's the most versatile um, cover corner in the class because of his ability to play press man, off man, off zone. Press zone like he can play anything,
1: yeah. No, for sure. Um, I think think he'll be the
0: first corner off the board,
1: yeah. No, I agree. I think they went to him when I went deep. I I forget who the receiver was once on him though, but like I think the throw was just bad. But like he just like he was right there and he just looked like like just jogging after after the play, like it was just nothing, yeah. It looks so
0: easy for him, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, prospect is being overhyped. I got two weird ones, all right, Rob. Get ready for this one. Uh, this is maybe going back. R- R- Richie Grant, the UCF safety. Who I I've never liked him, and then like the TDN guys got him like top 100. I never saw that. He had like a force fall in this game. Whatever. I like him. I don't. He just doesn't really do it for me. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It's just. I don't. Meh. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I like
0: do I got that. him. As, I got him as a day three guy with the Rodney McLeod comp. So I don't <laughs> know how much I like him. But
1: okay, so I'm right. He's being overhyped for. Uh, yeah. Well, he I- doesn't tackle. Exactly. He, that's and he's. I think we have watch, been watching him for like two years. He he. You have to like if you're if you're gonna play
0: Richard Grant like they, they play him they they play him in overhang a lot. Um. Yeah. Like, I I think he's a really good zone cover guy, like deep zone cover guy. But, he, I I don't know how athletic he actually is. That
1: too. I I, I doubt that as well. And the tackling. And, and he, yeah,
0: and me. he he is allergic to tackling. He's,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. That's it. That's an interesting good one. I got one more. Are you ready? This one's weirder. A yeah. little lower key. Oh. Uh, the, the Coastal Carolina running back, C.J. Maribel, who I wanted to mention because he is interesting, had 73 yards uh, on the ground at a touchdown, 40 yards receiving at a touchdown. Uh, he's kind of interesting, but the broadcast kept calling him Alvin Kamara. So <laughs> it's like, it's like all right, pump your brakes there. But, um, no, that's bring right. Him, I, bring, I bring him up and, like yeah, okay, he, he caught a Texas route for a touchdown. Sick. He's Alvin Kamara but uh i bring him up more so cuz the ridiculous of the of the broadcasts but i think he, he is a little interesting like as a late late guy maybe but uh it's not like i've i've dug in on the tape but um yeah interesting to watch but not alvin kamara
0: i just dis- hard disagree okay um i put mac jones
1: yes Be- yeah.
0: because i i think obviously we've talked about this quarterback class he is he's fully in the in the conversation maybe one of the top 5 like after the top 3 yeah and you look at the numbers. You're like, man, 417, four scores over third or over t- over twelve an attempt, seventy five percent completion against Georgia. But when you watch the game, he was under throwing a lot of yes. balls. Yeah, there there was a lot of not great throws that ended up with big completions because his receivers are nasty. Yeah. um, like when Jalen Waddle had Monty Rice on him, that throw was horrible. And if he put a better ball, like Jalen Waddell probably scores. Um. And there's just a lot of that, a lot of under throws.
1: I think, like, the Mechie touchdown was impressive.
0: Yeah, no, that was his best throw of the game. That was his first touchdown of the game. Yeah,
1: and I think, other than that, I agree. And I mentioned that with Smith, it felt like he was coming back and making plays for Mac Jones more than Mac Jones was actually hitting him. Uh, the, the one, the, the, the Smith touchdown wasn't a bad throw, like, at all, but, like, it wasn't anything amazing or anything, but yeah. Agreed. Um, it's gonna be he's, he's gonna be interesting. The hype and the, the where he actually ends up through the rest of the year and into the draft process is gonna be really interesting.
0: For sure. Um. Okay. Small school guy who caught your eye. We we put off some some nice receivers to yes. hype our boy Jay Adams earlier. Yeah. Uh, his teammate Dahu Green.
1: Yep, that's my top guy.
0: Yeah. He the Arkansas State under Blake Anderson, wide receiver. You of the G five. Yeah. Um. They put out put two guys out last year, two more now. Um, Green is a really good contrasting style to Adams, I find. Just he's the kind of more of a deep threat. Uh, he's and, tracking the ball really well and shine. Five. Yeah, yeah, like he, he, they're both massive. Yeah. Um, he you know, he he's been very out of nowhere, but been putting up numbers this year.
1: Yeah, no, it hasn't just been. It wasn't just this week either. For sure. No. Uh, okay, so these are guys I put shooting up, but I can put them here. Uh, Danny Gray, the old Blaine yeah. Blaine College transfer for SMU, baby. SMU,
0: uh, SMU also wide receiver U,
1: yeah. <laughs> Everyone's wide receiver U. No, those are my two favorite wide receiver schools, though. That's for sure. I, I fall in love with a guy from there every year, Kirk Merritt, baby. I think he's still on the practice <laughs> squad. Uh, great blocking receiver, anyways. Danny Gray looks awesome, 6'1 180, doing a lot after the catch, looks explosive. Uh, had 133. And then they gave him one uh, on the ground, thirty-two yard touchdown run. Uh, great, Gray is fun, man. I'm liking him a lot. And uh, would you would you say he's Prochet times who? I forget, I even forget who it was. I oh, say he's Prochet and Roberson. And Roberson yeah, combined and Roberson. with Roberson out, he, he stepped out. Yeah. Stepped Rice out
0: was really good too. He's a sophomore.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, true or redshirt? I, for, I forget. I don't know. I don't it's all know. the okay. same. One of them. Yeah. Do uh, you have anyone else? Uh, no. Dax Milne, baby. Three touchdowns. He looks pretty good at catching the ball Is for Zach it, Wilson. Nothing, Zach Wilson's no, no. roommate. Yeah, Zach Wilson's roommate. Uh, Gunner Romney was out. The goat. Um, but yeah, Milton stepped up. Like not saying anything. It's, it's super impressive. But yeah, and last one. I thought Patrick Johnson looked really good for Tulane. Kind of, kind of was like the didn't didn't wreck the game, but was getting home to Bichelle a lot. I had to sack two TFLs. Uh, felt like he sniffed Bushell a lot more than that too. So I, I and he kind of like I think I was a little lower on him, and you uh, you liked him a bit, and I thought this was a really good game for him.
0: Yeah, I, I think he's an interesting Sam linebacker type in the NFL, like Kyle Van Yeah,
1: kind of, yeah he's a bit of a, a tweener. Yeah, I think he's what like 6'2", 255 or something like that. So
0: yeah. And speaking of sniffing AJ, it's easier to sniff when your holes thing? are things when your holes are clear. So listen up, fellas. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker, a nose and ear hair trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hairs looking as nice as your clean-shaven pubes. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimming provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent snicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Said it all. Its intelligently <laughs> contoured design enhances the trimming experience and it's, it is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes of use. Have you ever pulled your nose hairs out with your fingers? That might hurt worse than nicking your balls and it will kill you. Manscaped is making... Whacking your weeds, a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you'll get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hairs is a major turnoff. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code THEORY at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed and our hairs and our holes looking nice. And also get 20% off if you want to use this code and free shipping with armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. Um, Hey. Hey. College football. NFL. We're in the middle of it all. It's all a mess. Big Ten's coming back. Pac-12's yes. on its way. Mountain West is back. So start betting. Bet, 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 bet. <laughs> Use all your extra money. Um, maybe the government's giving you money because we're in a pandemic. Use that to bet. <laughs> Go to bet online to do that. And bet online is our presenting sponsor for my five picks of the week and AJ's one short of a six pack.
1: Hey, I got a full six pack this week because the the Florida.
0: I was gonna ask you. I only picked five games, but I also went three and one last week because LSU and Florida got canceled.
1: I also went three and one, so I'm ten thirteen and one on the season. Not great. I'm fourteen and ten. I feel like I'd be better, like with Vegas spreads than our homemade spreads, which is kind of
0: yeah. I'm I'm better with fake spreads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, uh, I
0: only picked I only picked five still. I'll I'm give you my my six.
1: My, my I I chose a bonus one because I want it because it's easy. So it's an easy okay. One.
0: Uh, I'm gonna start noon on Fox. Nebraska at number six. <laughs> Ohio State. Yep. I'm Big Ten heavy this week because we're back, baby. Uh, I, I I put the Buckeyes at twenty four and a half point favorites.
1: Okay, that's I think that's fair, and you're taking Ohio State. Yes. Okay. That's I almost Nebraska.
0: did too. I almost did too. Nebraska, you don't deserve to be in a conference. <laughs> <laughs> so you're okay. You're proving my twenty four
1: and a half. Yeah, it's in it's in Columbus, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll give it to you. They're gonna, they're gonna cover it's, that It's a Power night. Five program. No, it's probably gonna be less than that. It's probably be around there. Yeah. No, you're right. Nebraska's always weirdly hyped, and uh, Vegas knows that they're the true heroes of the Big Ten. So they're gonna give them some credit. Fucking losers. Uh hey, AJ special Wednesday nighters. I think I always have to pick these games because I love them. Uh, our beloved Red Wolves, baby, going to App State, taking it on the Mountaineers. This is a good game on Wednesday night. I knew uh, you'd pick this. Yeah, I have to. I'm I'm saying App State minus three. What do you think about that line? Where is it? App State. Boone, North Carolina. I see. I guess, I mean, yeah. No, I'll give that to you. I'm taking Arkansas State plus the points. We love them too much not to take them. Uh, my picks are a lot of just – I pick with my heart this week more than my mind, which is never good. But just the picture are just like all right. I'm taking this one this week. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Arc State plus the points. They're on fire. But this would be a really a really good football game. Uh, this is one to watch Wednesday 7:30, baby.
0: Yeah, no, I'm excited for that. These weekday games. We got Big Ten on Friday night too. It's yeah. a, it's a good week. Uh, okay, I'm going 3:30 Big Ten Network Iowa at Purdue. Um, I put it as the Iowa's a three and a half point favorite in West Lafayette. What do you think?
1: yeah yeah that's fair and are you taking Purdue
0: I'm taking Purdue
1: yeah I kind of I smelled that coming just because we don't know what I was gonna look like exactly this year is that what you're thinking
0: yeah well I well I mean first of all they have might have some problems in that program yes yeah Uh, um second a lot of turnover in Nate Stanley's gone he's the goat Purdue gets Rondell Moore back plumber gets another year in the system i think this purdue team's gonna be overachieving this year after I, underachieving last year
1: yeah i don't know what that line's gonna be that's a tricky line
0: i know it's because neither is played and both are yeah. big questions
1: yeah I, I i would you say three for iowa
0: i said three and a half
1: all right uh, all right i'm i think they'll probably favor iowa we'll see that's the big 10 lines are gonna be interesting this week um I'll save my. I only have one Big Ten pick. and I'll save it, but uh, I'll go three thirty at Fox on Fox. You might have the same game. Yeah. Iowa State at Oklahoma yeah. State. What do you got the line at? I put it at Oklahoma State six and a half. I got it at six. So we're on the same page here. Who are you, who are you taking?
0: I'm taking Oklahoma State.
1: Okay, I'm I taking think, Oklahoma I State think... too. So I'm, let's okay. move. To, I'll, I'll move mine to six and a half. So we're Because okay. we're both that way. That makes sense. So, right?
0: so I I think the Oklahoma State defense is actually very very good. I know Iowa State's defense has played better. Uh, I don't trust Brock Purdy. Yeah, exactly I don't why even... I'm taking Oklahoma State. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 going to be a ground and pound game for both. I think with Ch- Ch- Chuba Hubbard. Ch- oh, I can't speak. Today. <laughs> Chuba Chuba Hubbard and Bree and Brees Hall. But I I, I don't know. Tylen Wallace has been looking a lot better lately. I like this Oklahoma State team now. Do I think they're a top ten team? Probably not. But they do seem like the most complete team in the Big Twelve. They also yeah. have an underrated offensive line
1: wait is that is that a nickname for uh chuba hubbard chumbawamba tub thumper is
0: that what i said i don't know what i
1: said <laughs> the tub thumper that's right that's it even though he doesn't fit it but he's the, that's his nickname now
0: that's uh. <laughs> so, uh okay i'm going 7 30 on abc yeah number 19 michigan at number 24 minnesota this oh, line's bro. hard to pick because yeah. you just don't really know who's thinking
1: what i put it as michigan's six and a half point favorites oh wow okay I'm Minnesota minus three, I, but I have no idea what the line's going to be. Me neither, because so I don't
0: want Yeah. Wait, what you say you had? Should Minnesota. we do a pick
1: Straight pick them. Yeah, let's do a pick them. Let's do a pick em.
0: Okay. I was going to take Minnesota plus six and a half, and I'm now taking Minnesota as a pick because I think Minnesota wins.
1: I was going to take Minnesota minus three, so... So you're picking Minnesota. I'm picking Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, you're you the
0: reverse jinx. Sh- you're just, sh- you just you uh, disgust sh- me. Sh- oh, I'm actually off. changing. Out. I'm taking Nebraska now.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I, I Minnesota has more things going into the year that I feel I, I, that yeah, I know. Should, t- I
0: I don't think Taron Morgan's a very good quarterback prospect, but he's good but for them. Exactly. Yeah. And Rashad Bateman's now back. I like the back uh, Ibrahim. I think the, is a
1: good thumping back. Michigan they lost good like a whole offensive line, like, and I was
0: going to say Minnesota's got a, a pretty underrated yeah. offensive line. F-
1: Falalala, I can't say his name. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I mean Michigan's got a better defense, that's for sure. I think that's like that's the the fun matchup there. But Michigan's offense, total unknown, really.
1: Yeah, like uh, like Drew Milton might come out, and there's been so much hype, and he might look amazing. But yeah, like like there's a lot of questions there, especially on the offensive line. So yeah, I'm just going to go with the stable team um in minnesota reverse jinx smart reverse jinx
0: uh okay my final game 9 p.m espn 2 number why is it why can't this just be on espn number eight uh cincinnati at number 17 smu it's kind of the battle for who's the best g5 right now yeah Um, i know
1: it's a good game i I picked it as well
0: i will take cincinnati minus
1: three is what i put it at I honestly just picked this game because it's a fun game. I, I don't know. I went back and forth. I, I put it at SMU minus two. So let's, should we do two and a half or is that a little, little bit chintzy line? Wait, you put SMU
0: minus two and I put Cincinnati minus three?
1: Oh, you have Cincinnati minus. Okay.
0: Yeah. See, I, I didn't think... know
1: which way. I think they give SMU the credit at home.
0: You want to make it a pick 'em?
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's do another pick <laughs> <It's> just,
0: <laughs> we're just, fuck. I mean, th- those are the only two games we've really been that far apart on. Ever. Yes,
1: and I think two tricky lines. Like I think I'm taking SMU, but I don't feel good. about I it I thought
0: now. SMU didn't look amazing. They didn't on on uh, Friday. Um, but since Cincinnati, he hasn't had a convincing S-
1: win either, I know their defense. But their defense
0: good. has been incredible, and without yeah. Reggie Roberson, I think yeah. SMU in a bigger game like this might struggle a little bit. I I think I trust the Cincinnati offense more than the SMU defense. It's gonna be a um, good game. Like Des, Des, I think we see a lot of Desmond Ritter running.
1: So. Yeah, I'm gonna I, I go. Also, yeah, go ahead.
0: I, I roll for this. The state of Ohio. That's that's what I like. I'm I like
1: about. this Bearcats team. I, this is my two thoughts. Okay. I know since he's defense has been good, but they haven't. They haven't either had an impressive win. Um, no. No. I'm no, just no. gonna pick. I'm gonna go with the best player in the game and, and pick Shane Bouchard. That's that's my thinking here. I mean, Ritter. Ritter might be, yeah, Ritter might be better, but <laughs> not right now. But yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Uh, okay, my last two picks. 3.30 oh, CBS. Bama minus 10 at Tennessee? What's what's this line? What, what should this line be? I don't know. It'll probably
0: be something like that, but in reality, it should be minus 20. But, like, also you just can't do that.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I'm taking Bama minus 10. And uh, give it – if it's anywhere between 10 and uh, 20, take Bama. So, And lastly, uh, another – I just wanted to get this one in because it's funny. Noon ESPN slash Network. Syracuse at Clemson. Clemson minus 42. What do you think? That's absurd because it won't be that. But if you want it to be that, that's okay with me. I I think it might be that. And I'm still picking Clemson. Uh, I knew you were going to. That's
0: why I don't care.
1: Clemson. I love it. (laughs) Sometimes, like, they they, they take the gas off in the second half. um, But they didn't against Georgia Tech. They put their punter in to throw completions. And it didn't matter. They still put up points, baby. Uh, Yeah, their
0: punter's a better quarterback than Syracuse's
1: quarterback. I think honestly, I think I'm going to hit this line dead on. It might be 42 and a half, even to be honest. But yeah, 42. Clemson covers easy.
0: The Big Ten's back, and all is right in this world.